hello. Welcome to another episode. I am your host, Sacred Walker, founding CEO and chief medical provider of the Kumba Health International Coaching Institute. I am so glad that you are here today. So I realized that this podcast has been supporting your journey of well-being, but I've been holding back a little bit on geeking out a bit on the podcast. And so today's topic is not only going to stimulate the pleasure side of you, but it's also going to be there for the fellow geeks out there, the fellow superheroes who love to pick up a book in one moment and grab their cape in another. And so I just want to be speaking specifically today to my fellow ambitious leaders who also are very excellent driven, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But here we are focused in on strategies, strategies that are about deepening self-love, reclaiming authentic freedom, and achieving mental clarity for better health, manifesting your vision of excellence without the naysayers in the world or the inner critic in your own damn mind blocking your shine. The show is for educational purposes, so if you are seeking deeper support, do make sure to direct message me at Ask Sacred, A-S-K Sacred on Instagram, Facebook, or connect with me on LinkedIn, and we can take it from there. A member of our Kumba Health Care team or a Kumba Health Care professional will be connected to you. So today's topic is so delicious, literally and figuratively. It is about how did pleasure how did pleasure you hear you're hearing it here first how did pleasure get such a bad rap and when we transform our relationship to pleasure how can i our life actually be better as a result of it and our self-care and our health actually improve so i want to make sure that you are clear about my positioning right yes i have big credentials I am a creative arts therapist with a background in drama therapy and a mental health therapist. I do have expertise in mind-body medicine, and I am as well an interfaith minister. But what many of you do not know is that I have a unique understanding of the way the body works and the way that oftentimes our mind, body, spirit kind of are in alignment or sometimes what happens when they're out of whack, right? When it's all out of whack and you're feeling like something is off but you can't quite put your finger on it. Oftentimes I've been helping people for over a decade with Kumba Health to go from a place of pain blocking them, emotional, physical pain, blocks in their career path, blocks in communicating and making their pain their superpower. So I know a little bit about transformation, just a touch or maybe a more than a touch. We've helped thousands of people around the world. But I wanted to speak specifically about the nugget of pleasure, right? of pleasure. Now, what we're going to be talking about today are that many of you do not know that I actually have a background as a dancer. I have a background where when I was exploring my own understanding of pleasure, I had a background where I came from growing up Seventh-day Adventist and I learned that pleasure was horrible. It was bad. It was everything that was possibly negative. Oftentimes, pleasure was seen as something that you wanted to avoid, push away, and it would actually distract you from your calling. It would distract you from God. It would distract you from making power moves because pleasure was evil, right? Pleasure was horrible. What many of us don't know and what I learned during my time working at Union Theological Seminary at Columbia University under the guidance of Dr. Cornel West and under the guidance of Dr. Fogarty, where I actually wrote the book, which is going to be coming out, Exploited Intimacy, 
the resilience of souls, excuse me, the resilient souls of women of African descent and the folks that love them. Powerful time in creating this very, very thick body of work. One of the things that I found out about pleasure, and for those who don't know who he is, Dr. James Marion Sims. Dr. James Marion Sims. I want you to tune in and lean in for a moment if you've heard who Dr. James Marion Sims is. Okay. Dr. James Marion Sims is one of the fathers of gynecology, right? Gynecology is the field where we want to make sure that for those who have a womb, you are tending to your sexual health, you are tending to the what we call, for lack of a better word, reproductive organs, the organs connected to your sexual health, right? Dr. Marion Sims actually, James Marion Sims, actually experimented for the founding of gynecology on enslaved Black women, on enslaved women of African descent. So instead of what we see today, people are angry about experimenting on animals. Dr. James Marion Sims ex experimented on Black women, and the fistula, which is what goes into the vaginal passage, opens it up, and we want to check to see what's happening in there. Make sure your health is okay if you have one, if you have a sister that has one or someone who has a womb, right, whatever their gender. He experimented without anesthesia. He experimented in harming countless. Many died. Many were became addicted to drugs because they were given opioids. Many were actually given no anesthesia literally experimented the same way that they cut up body parts, the way they did animals. Because at one point, a person like me who looked like me, right, was seen as an animal. So there was a benefit to pleasure being seen as bad, sinful, because for me to take my power back, for me to take my power back and say that my body could enjoy pleasure, could enjoy joy, could be happy and free and light, right? That meant that someone else could not be in charge of my pleasure. That meant that, it, of course, it was going to be sinful. Of course, it was going to be evil. Of course, it was going to be bad because that was connected to the only way, the only thing that was beneficial for your body was creating more life, bringing more lives into slavery, and also being able to do experimentation that became the foundation of this country in modern day medicine. So I want to be super clear that sometimes when we hear things about pleasure is bad, evil, all of those things, why is it so detrimental? Is because someone else benefited financially, lucratively from me not having a positive relationship to pleasure, to the word pleasure. And I'm not just talking about sexual pleasure. I'm talking about joy, finding freedom, feeling grounded, right? That is the history of voice who didn't have someone to advocate and didn't have space to speak up. When I feel like I don't have a voice, I don't have someone advocating, I don't have someone speaking up, I need to speak up for me so that I can provide joy and freedom for others. How powerful is that? Because everyone can relate to that experience of losing your voice, not feeling connected. But who knows that it's it's back from the 1840s. The very foundation of the medical industry was grounded in that. So let's be with that for a moment. Let's be with just why this is so important. So as we understand our past, the more we can build generational well-being and level up in the future, right? The more our self-love and, and what we want to attract, what we desire, in fact, becomes transformed. 
becomes transformed. So I came out with a workbook that's called the pleasure principle, right? That's called the pleasure principle. And this comes from a place of understanding what the importance of pleasure is. So just for a moment, I want you to say with me, say after me or with me, excuse me, the term muladara. Say with me, muladara, okay? Muladara. Now, muladara is a space where we get to begin to change our understanding of pleasure. The muladhara is based in the root chakra, right? The root chakra is where we would call the same place where we would say is our reproductive organs, if you will, our sexual health organs. It's connected to our womb or connected to our penis or connected to our vagina, connected to the vas deferens, our fallopian tubes. It's connected to the passage that is in between our legs that oftentimes is connected to intimacy. But what we don't know is that's the same place, the root that's connected to vulnerability, resiliency, hope, valuing yourself, trusting yourself. It's also the place that sometimes you can feel right above it is your gut. Right above it is your power chakra. Right above it, the root chakra is a power chakra where we oftentimes something feels off, something feels imbalanced, or something feels joyful. And we were like, what does it mean when we say, listen to our gut? I want us to understand that, that many people benefited from us, from me not listening to my gut, from me not finding pleasure, not finding pleasure in dance and joy and connecting with others because it was exploited intimacy. I got to benefit from pleasure. I got to benefit from you not having pleasure. And hence why patterns came where literally controlling, controlling pleasure for profit became a thing, right? So do we see how the timeline goes that now all of a sudden something that I thought came out from the outside of me, I start to believe myself. So that's what happens. That's the, the psychology of manipulation. So talk about gaslighting. I'm being told, hey, listen, by the way, I'm actually destroying your understanding of pleasure, destroying your sexual parts, right? Destroying your belief in yourself, destroying something that actually makes you really powerful and convincing you that it's best for you because it's best for medicine. So we don't want to take away from the fact that the fistula actually became something beneficial, but the, the ends don't justify the means because so many people along the way began to develop different things, including a loss of feeling like I'm enough or feeling like their body is, is enjoyable or pleasurable. So here's the thing, the same place, the same place that we understand pleasure and desire is the same place that we feel desire in work, desire in our connections, desire in romance, desired in fulfilling our, our life calling, right? It's the same place. So this is why this piece that I'm about to share is so important. Why this workbook is so important because when we transform our relationship to even just that one word pleasure and we take care of ourselves, we deepen self-love, we end up setting ourselves up for success because we have a different understanding of taking our power back. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm geeking out here. I'm geeking out. If this is a little bit more serious than you're used to, we're about to get, we're about to go in into deep waters, but we're about to come back out, okay? Into deep waters, but come back out. I am committed to transforming barriers to well-being, 
that have been holding you back from that next level so that you can achieve peak performance, I am so clear that this is why it's so important, that self-love is super important because I recognize that when we transform our understanding of the history of pleasure, when we understand the history of it, oh my gosh, James Marion Sims for real experimented on 14 black women. And that is the foundation of gynecology and the foundation of our understanding of not uh, pleasure, but cutting ourselves off from our body because we were ex used as experiments. That was our purpose. That was our purpose at that time. I know for me, when I learned my relationship to self-love, it changed my life. And learning this helped in my relationships, not just romantic, my friendships, team members, coworkers. It helped me so much that I'm so happy that I can share this with you. You're landing here on purpose with a purpose. So I want to look at how we can unlock this focus and celebration of transforming barriers to well-being and let's get started. Welcome back, Love Nation, to Unlocking Unstoppable Love. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe below, connect, let us support you in going to that next level so that you can shine. So I wanted to talk about, you know, the time or the day that I fell in love or understood what it meant to change my relationship to the word pleasure, change my relationship to the word pleasure. I remember when I was about 18 years old, I was in AmeriCorps at the time. And at the time I was a part of a Seventh-day Adventist community because I was Seventh-day Adventist. And I sat around the room having a conversation with everyone and everyone seemed so open-minded about the subject we were having connected to being a young adult. And I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, I, I wonder if it's okay to come out. I wonder if it's okay for me to be fully myself. I wonder if I can show up in this space as an out LGBT person and a woman of African descent, Afro-Caribbean. And they seemed so open-minded about the subject that they were talking about. But the following week I brought it up. I was like, I'm attracted to, or actually no. I remember being so terrified. I actually didn't bring it up at the time. I remember bringing it up to others in the AmeriCorps team. I was actually in... Kentucky at the time, doing work with those who were impacted by disaster. And so in the daytime, I was doing all this impactful work. And in the nighttime, having trouble sleeping because I didn't feel like I fully accepted all of who I am. And I was a young adult at the time trying to understand myself. And so going to spiritual spaces to feel affirmed, supported, and celebrated felt important to me. So I remember going the following week and sitting there and going, well, what do you all think about, uh, you know, someone who identifies as lesbian? And I remember them going on about the negative and the, and the breaking down and the, and the cursories and all the things that were so negative about that. And so I realized, I was like, you know, what is this? What is this response? And I remember actually leaving at the time, leaving the church. And obviously years later, I did a lot of healing work around liberation theology, joined an LGBT affirming church and became someone who became very focused in on self-love as liberation. So different place in time, 20 years later, but at the time that's where I was. So I said, oh my goodness gracious. But what I realized actually was that at the time being a lesbian, when I did my research and I so forth, was a way that you could not control my pleasure. 
there wasn't a place for it. With all due respect, there wasn't a place for it. There wasn't a place for what does it mean when my pleasure isn't about creating life that was entered into enslavement? It wasn't about being able to support larger structures that be, right? It was about how do I, and at the time I was born again, I wasn't even going out with anyone. That wasn't even what I was looking for, but just the idea of me having a thought of what does it mean for me to want to connect with someone else who was same gender loving and want to embrace all of who I am without fear, feeling like I'm enough and showing up from a place of loving myself. I didn't know how to do that because at the time the church was teaching me that the only way that I could move in that space was to hate the part of me that was who God gave me and created me to be. And so fast forward, I want to bring us to the first point about why pleasure and having a relation, healthy relationship to pleasure changed my life and why I ended up creating this workbook called The Pleasure Principle that helps folks like myself who are executives in leadership take better care of themselves, deepen self-love, and transform barriers in a way that I did to my own well-being when things like chronic pain popped up, stressful life changes popped up, so that I did not block my own shine so that you can too, right? One of the first times that I fell in love with the relationship, the second time I fell in love with this, this shift, right, and why I created this workbook was that I started doing something called my goddess days. Because one day I said, well, if this space is not going to celebrate who I am, I need to find spaces to do so. Because in the 1840s, they didn't. In 1999, they didn't. But how about I do that in 2005? And it took me a couple of years. And once I started coming across things like understanding the muladhara, understanding that that is the root chakra, and that same place that you can understand being vulnerable is that same place that'll help you to feel balanced on the inside, to connect to what roots you, and as well to feel like I can show up and start discovering my gifts in the world, that that was all coming from the same place. I was like, what? Shift, game, changer. Shift, game, changer. So I want you to think of it this way, right? For a moment, I want you to step back. Think of it as a fish, right? So say for example, you're a fish and suddenly you're moving along in a river and you do always what you're, you were taught to do. So you move, swim upstream, swim upstream, swim upstream, and then you come back around. Swim upstream, swim, come back around. So you're, say for example, a salmon. And then one, one year, all of a sudden, you end up flip-flopping and something happens where you flip-flop out of water. You flip-flop out of water, but you have this person standing over you telling you, hey, listen, you belong out of water. You'll, you have to survive out of water. This is what you're meant to do. You're meant to live here. And you're like, but wait a minute, start to dehydrate. Your body is, is reacting. Something feels off. Your gills are going. You can't access what feels natural, but you have someone standing over you telling you, no, 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 that's not it. You are supposed to survive here. You're not being strong enough. What's wrong with you? How come you're not moving? Why are you flip-flopping around like that? Why are you wasting time? And one day, my goddess day 
was my restoring my self-care as a self-care immersion back into the water. And God came along in the form of an angel and put me back in the water. What does this have to do with self-care? Literally, that voice on the outside is like someone on the outside telling you something, but somewhere in your gut, somewhere in your root, you know that you belong in water. You belong in a space that will celebrate who you are, celebrate your gifts, love on you, but you feel like you can't breathe, but someone else is trying to convince you that you can. That is gaslighting. That is gaslighting. Those are other things that I will go into when we have our workshop series called Executives at Ease, but that's what we call gaslighting. Someone telling you something that you know to not be true. Now, what is self-care? Self-care is when we are immersed back in the water, but stress is what happens when all of a sudden our body is flip-flopping. Our nervous system is shutting down. We start to feel aches and pains. We start to feel womb pains. Maybe our menstrual cycle is more painful. Maybe if we have different forms of chronic ache, maybe we have arthritis, we begin to feel aches when it's cold or when we feel stressed out. Maybe if we have sickle cell anemia, our body begins to go into crisis because of stress, right? And all that time, someone is telling us, you better function, why aren't you pushing through? And you're flip-flopping out of water. But guess what? Self-care is God's way of saying, baby, but you don't belong out of water and put you back into the river. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're streaming upstream and yeah, you're going through change, but this is what you know is an alignment. Things are flowing. Things are feeling at ease, right? So for me, for me, my goddess days, when I began to create these self-care immersion experiences, when I created this pleasure principle workbook, it was my way of plugging back in, taking time to restore who I am so that I can go back into alignment and make an impact upstream so that I can grow, so that I can be successful, so that I can be in alignment with excellence. But if I believed, if I believed what they said in the 1840s, what they said in the 1999, right? If I didn't take time to put time aside consistently to invite in joy, self-love in my life, I would never experience the freedom of going back in the flow of the water. I would begin to believe the voice on the outside that said, I I belong on dry land. So do you see how sometimes we can believe things that are not true? But if you have a voice that's there, there's a famous, beautiful African proverb that says, and many of us know it, if you don't, that's okay, right? That says that until the lion learns to write, the story will always benefit the hunter. So Dr. James Sims, his experience oftentimes does speak of the benefit that he gave to the community, to the community. But now we get to take that back. We get to take that power back. We get to heal our legacy, right? We get to heal our legacy. So the pleasure principle guide that I have created will, one, give you a step-by-step support of creating consistent, solid patterns in your life so that you can create transformation so that when you're having that dry sand moment, that you can strengthen that voice, that resilience voice within, tune it in, turn it up so that you can be able to transform some sabotage. Maybe that's in a blind spot that's blocking you from getting back into the water and feeling ease. Step two, it's going to give you some energy back. 
when you're feeling drained, when you're giving too much. Step three, it's gonna help you to discern, is this the voice that's helping me to go into flow, into joy, into ease? Or is this a voice that's gonna keep me on dry land? It's gonna create clarity. So I wanna make sure that you get access to this. And when I used it, I went from carving out just a couple of minutes every week to now I carve out consistently. When I've worked in nonprofits, when I've worked in medical centers, when I did my residency, even till when I ended up stepping into my private practice and beyond, right? Carved out consistent time on a consistent basis to restore my energy, to replenish so that I can shine. So this pleasure principle is available to you because we wanna make it accessible. So to take it one step further, I believe that, you know, this, what we're talking about now, I know some of it is deep stuff and some of it is like, oh my gosh, I have been a fish on the sand for how long? And something gets to waken up inside of us when we have that moment of, I'm ready for self-love, self-care and success strategies. I'm ready to, to be on that flow of excellence, to shine, but doing it in a way that feels aligned with truly who I am. So I want to make sure that since you are, and if you are a frequenter of the show, I know you may have heard of some of the dynamic immersions. So the, the pleasure principle is like a DIY. Like you get to do this for you right now. It's going to be available to you. But say you're like, oh my gosh, I am just so ready to get your support sacred from you and your team. And you are a regular on the show. You're tuning in or maybe you're brand new. Welcome, subscribe below for gems. But maybe you're brand new to our community and you are ready to kind of just bridge in to the love and level up tribe. I want you to go ahead and hop over to Ask Sacred, like the page, and we'll go ahead and ask you to join, or you can go ahead and request to join the Love and Level Up group, all right? And I want to make sure that you get matched with our amazing immersion that's coming up, right? The Executives at Ease Self-Care Immersion Workshop is going to be coming up very, very soon. I'm an executive who learns strategies to consistently take care of myself, deepen self-love to transform barriers to my well-being, despite chronic pain and other major life stressful changes changes in family, changes in, you know, changes in uh, being both going from being a daughter to parenting my parents, changes of going and changing careers, going from nonprofit to private practice, changes of going from one relationship to another, changes of how I relate to myself, changes of spiritual changes, changes of how I see myself as a Black spiritual leader. What does that look like in me? Many changes that sometimes can either create a crisis, a block, or can create co courageous transformation, depending on how we move in. So I want you to be able to step into this so that you can shine. So this executive at ease self-care immersion is going to be exactly what you're looking for. If you are someone who's seeking a restorative self-love training and a self-care immersion just for someone like me, who is an everyday superhero, if you will, an empath, an entrepreneur, or many other titles of what I would say an executive leader who's driven by excellence, right? You're going to learn to safely and effectively restore well-being in this workshop series from a trauma-informed, sensitive, evidence-based place, right? We want to bring you transform trauma-informed, sensitive, evidence-based emotional wellness, and mindfulness to position you to serve as a clear and confident leader. I want you to help 
gain a deeper understanding of stress, chronic pain in the body, and how self-care routines can foster a healthier lifestyle with increased ease. You're going to learn self-care techniques and ways to increase emotional clarity and confident interactions, okay? So I want to make sure that you show up in honor of your best self. You're going to learn creative arts therapy, mindfulness, and psycho-spiritual techniques for healing from burnout, toxic stress, learning to listen to your body, and responding accordingly. I want to provide to you therapeutic ways to develop resiliency and healing internal messages of not enoughness. You're going to gain an understanding of micro-stressors, micro-resilience, microaggressions, or imposter syndrome, so you can have a restorative self-care. And you're going to gain skills to embody what it means to be a thriving, empathic leader, grounded in equity and cultural responsiveness. And I'm going to give you real tools, y'all. I'm not going to just throw you out into the ocean and then you're swimming. You're going to get hands-on premium access to myself and my team, where you're going to get that support, that motivation to restore your energy during the daytime, in the day-to-day -day workflow. And so you can foster healthy work-life joy. And so you can really tune in and go, I feel super clear that this is what I'm called to do. And I'm in alignment with my calling. I'm flowing lovingly with ease, right? Upstream if needed and sometimes downstream if needed, right? And you're going to take away three actionable self-care immersion techniques. So you'll be able to receive support, get that Q&A, and you'll learn how I embodied well-being in trauma-intense workspaces. I've worked with traumatized communities for well over a decade while literally applying life-altering techniques to my own well-being so I can heal my own life and in turn heal the life of others. And you will, in joining the Executive at East workshop series, you will get your DIY for DIY retreat workbooks, including the pleasure principle and others to be announced. So I am so excited for bringing this to you. This has been brought to communities such as the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, the City University of New York, the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. We have brought it to the Association of Black Psychologists. I've been featured on iHeartRadio, Essence Magazine, Black EOE Journal, etc. But more than anything, I feel humbled. I love the opportunity to reach out and to connect with you, to connect and build community with you, and to be able to support you to grow to the next level. I've supported senior executives from everything from BET to supporting senior executives within ESPN and more. So I am so excited to bring this, a lot of big stuff on the show, and I'm here to tune you up crack you open and give you strategies to make you unstoppable. And the deeper work begins when you open your heart to transformational change. If you've joined my free Facebook group, which is called Love Nation or longer version is Love and Level Up Nation on my public Ask Sacred Facebook page, you've been tuning in, you've been seeing how we've been working diligently to support you to transform your relationship to self-love, self-care and success, to overcome toxic patterns in your life and barriers to well-being so that I can show up in unique ways so that you can continue to shine, right? Doing it with humbleness and care because that's what you deserve. And honestly speaking, some of those naysayers from the background that embedded themselves over all these generations, it's time to say, not here, not now, not today. I saw this amazing t-shirt that it was like, um, you know, don't thou shalt not try me, move 24 seven. But guess what? We get to be in a place where we get to create 
executive at ease experiences because you deserve that self-care immersion. So our members do get a free consultation if you want to work with someone one-on-one, -on -one. but if you are so excited, and you can do that by messaging us at Ask Sacred, but if you're so excited, you know, you're one of those listeners who I'm so humbled to have tuned in today to want to hear about the ways that some part of my story can relate to yours. Um, I'm so glad that you're here today and so excited and ready to welcome you to the Executive at Ease experience. You're probably wondering like, well, how, what is the next step? How the next step is that I'm going to be announcing it first via the Facebook group. So go ahead and join at Ask Sacred and search for Love and Level Up Nation, Love and Level Up Nation. And then we can send it to you that way. Or you can shoot an email to support at sacredwalker.net, support at sacredwalker.net. And we will get that information over to you about how to apply. I just wanna take a break now to just thank you for coming out. We all know that it's been feeling really, really stressful in our world. And many of us do not know a lot of the symptoms that are grounded in the muladhara, in the muladhara, in the root chakra, that oftentimes, and, it's the, and the chakra is in, in a space in our body that we can't quite see. It's like a space that holds things when we're feeling like a fish out of water, or sometimes a space that holds things when we're feeling like we're in flow, and we just want to bring joy, laugh more with, for example, me, laugh more with my niece, or take more time to be with our loved ones, or Find joy in our off time with our mind, without our mind feeling busy, feeling full or constantly being on. So I want you to take some time to take a breath, reach out, connect with us about our executives at Ease Immersion Experience. Do make sure to learn more about our Pleasure Principle Workbook, one of the series that you will be getting when you get access and join the executives at Ease. And I just wanna celebrate you you who've been an ambitious leader for a long time, you who've overcome hurdles, I want to celebrate that you are here and we want to support you to continue to celebrate more and more hurdles. And if some of the gems that you've heard today have been dropping, you're like, whoa, gems, go ahead and comment below. I really just want to highlight for everyone. I want to hear what your thoughts are. If something surprised you, if you Googled it and you're like, oh, I want to add to that. If you're geeking out with me, if you're a superhero nerd like me, <laughs> If you're an everyday superhero nerd like me, who's soulful and grounded in self-love, definitely message below. I am so excited about wanting to make sure that you get connected to our community. Obviously, the Executives at Ease is going to be exactly what you are looking for. If you're wondering, is this for me? Is this the right timing? It absolutely is the right timing. We're about to go into fall, and this is the perfect time to come back and feel like you get to bring a bit of summer into the fall. You get to take care of yourself as work increases. You get to know how to navigate some of the moving parts. And as well, we get to in this emergence, right? On the other side of COVID, on the other side of all these multiple stressors that are happening in the world, be able to continue connecting community and to thrive. And as well, if you're wondering, is this something that I'm, how do I know the results work? You can hop over to Ask Sacred on Instagram and you can click testimonials and then you'll get a chance to see other people and what they've said. Or you can go over to sacredwalker.net. There are five-star reviews there for you to review. So remember, give yourself permission to shine and be the love medicine the world needs despite what 
Dr. James Marion Sims had out for others who looked like me and allies, right? And then you just witnessed a beautiful, beautiful unfolding here today because that unfolding was the light in me connecting to the light in you. Go ahead and check me out on Ask Sacred on Instagram, Ask Sacred on Facebook, LinkedIn is Sacred Walker, and as well, check out the selfcare.sacredwalker.net slash quiz. And when you join the Facebook group, Love and Level Up, you'll get more information about the Executives at Ease Self-Care Immersion Workshop Series, and as well, the Pleasure Principles Workbook. And for those who are wondering, oh my gosh, when is this book going to be coming out? For you, more information on that to come. But for right now, I want to make sure that I support you in your love, self-love, self-care, and success goals. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you truly are committed to deepening self-love and care, taking care of your mind, body, health, and transforming barriers to your well-being to be the unstoppable love in your life. That is truly love medicine. I am truly proud of you. If you want to be unstoppable, tune in and subscribe to the episode and make sure that you join and connect with us, wishing you self-love, inner peace, and soul medicine for success to my fellow executives ready to immerse in self-care in support of Executives at Ease. Thank you for being an everyday superhero. See you next time. Peace. Ciao from your self-love queen. Talk to you soon.